lot of other industries truly have technology at its core, whereas in the real estate industry, it's more supplementing the industry. Companies today use technology to reduce friction between awareness of a product and the point of sale. Successful online sellers replicate a seamless buying experience to get consumers to click buy quickly and easily. You can even buy a car with a phone app today, but repeating this experience in the real estate transaction proves more difficult. After spending more than a decade in the mortgage industry, Jason Doshi switched gears to develop Payments.io with his brother. Their vision is to provide a solution to eliminate paper checks, reduce wire fraud, and recreate that seamless customer experience we've grown accustomed to in other industries. I spoke with Jason about the unique challenges of title professionals, consumer frustrations, and why technology needs to be at the core of cross-industry collaboration. I'm Amanda Farrell, and this is Title Talks. Well, you know, first, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much, Jason, for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say about this part of the title industry and how you're trying to move things forward in terms of technology. So just before I dive into the question specifically, I always like to ask, you know, tell me a little bit about your background, either in, you know, technology or real estate. How did you get started doing what you do right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, thanks, Amanda, for for having me on. It's always uh, it's always fun and exciting to talk to other industry participants. And you know, we're we're definitely excited to be a part of your show. Um, so yeah, my my uh, professional background is in mortgages. Um, I ran a mortgage broker company for about a decade, from starting in two thousand nine. And in that decade. You know, I, I did learn a lot about the real estate industry. I learned a lot about, you know, wh- what type of role technology can and should play in the in the real estate industry. And one of the biggest things I learned really as I was growing the the business into the largest independently owned mortgage broker companies in the nation was how fragmented the industry is. It's it's not possible to really be a major player in the real estate industry and work in a silo. Uh, the, the industry does require a lot of collaboration. And that was one of the things uh, that the mortgage business taught me, you know, relatively early on. It's, you know, you're dealing with real estate agents, you're dealing with real estate appraisers, you're dealing with title companies, you're dealing with lenders, you're, de- you're dealing with the secondary market and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And, you know, everyone really is dependent upon their counterparty to provide a seamless experience. So being a, a fragmented industry, and you do see a lot of the industry today becoming more vertically integrated, where you have the larger real estate players getting into other verticals. So you have real estate brokerages getting into mortgage and title. You have large mortgage companies getting into title and real estate. And a lot of that motivation is driven by the fact that having all these services under one under one roof not only drives down the cost for the consumer, but it actually provides a better experience. You know, when I was leading our mortgage company, that was one of the things that, you know, that I always found very interesting is how do we provide a better customer experience? How do we use technology when we feel, you know, we're the only ones doing it, right? If if the mortgage company has a really nice online mortgage application, there's a lot of bells and whistles, but the next step of the process is back to using paper and using a fax machine and doing things using overnight mail, 
you know, if only A, B, and C of the process is digitized and D through Z is not, you know, what good is that? And that was always interesting to me to think about how we can look at this process holistically, how we can be more collaborative. And, you know, what I found over the most recently is that it really is consumer driven, right? It's driven by the consumer, the customer. You have to meet the customer where they want to be met. And technology in other industries is the driving force, right? When you look at auto and travel and, you know, all, a lot of other industries truly have technology at its core, whereas in the real estate industry, it's more supplementing the industry. And I think once we realize that technology does need to be at its core, you know, I think, I think we'll be at a better place where consumers, you know, are driving that, that force. They, they want to know the, the status of their mortgage. They want to know the status of their, their title. They want to know, you know, what updates they can get from their real estate agent. They want to know if they can close virtually without having to go into an office and sit, you know, face to face with the notary. Can they do that virtually? So as the consumer really drives all of this virtual and digitization of the real estate market, um, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're excited to see, to see where that, where that leads. And so you started a company called payments.io. Can you talk a little bit about why you got involved in this company? What sort of issues or problems in terms of that collaboration and bringing a better customer service does uh, payments.io solve? You know, one of the things that while I was building the mortgage company, my brother, who's the co-founder of payments.io, ran a title agency. And that's where things get really interesting because, you know, although I was knee deep in the mortgage industry and learning and growing and trying to make things better, my brother was doing the same thing simultaneously at a title agency. So, you know, having that background, uh, that deep knowledge, that deep expertise as an operator in the mortgage space, and then my brother having that in the title space, we really decided to come together and see what we could do, what pain points exist in the real estate industry that we can solve for, where for the most part, you know, we we would have some sort of control over, right? Where previously I was talking about being a fragmented industry and it requiring collaboration from a lot of different market participants. When we thought of payments.io, the two, the two pillars behind that was, you know, what can we do to make a title company and a mortgage company's life a little bit easier? And where do consumers want to be met? And when we looked at those two either problems or, you know, pillars of our company, we focused on the payments side of the business, right? We looked at all the different touch points within the real estate transaction where payments are made and real estate funds are moved. And, you know, we started to look at, does anything exist in the market today? You know, what can we do to improve on an existing process? Really, you know, when you're starting a new business, you, you do, you know, you look at the, the space in a holistic way, you look at competitors, you look at the current state of the industry, what people are doing currently that we can solve for. And really what we were battling is just the old way of doing things. And what the old way of doing things is paper checks, right? We really drill down on the root cause of all of the issues that consumers face and mortgage companies and title agencies and real estate brokerages, all of these market participants face tremendous friction when dealing with a real estate transaction and dealing with payments 
because of paper checks. So, so we sought out with the goal of eliminating paper checks in the real estate industry. And paper checks are widely used in the real estate process. For those of you out there that are listening, having conducted a, a real estate transaction, you would be shocked at how many paper checks uh, are actually used in the process. And that's really what, you know, what, what the mission and goal of payments.io is, is to eliminate the use of paper checks and, you know, organically, and then, you know, eventually reduce wire fraud because the, the two main methods of moving funds in the, in a real estate transaction, one is paper checks. And we all know the inefficiencies um, and the manual process that's, that's involved when using paper checks. Um, and the other big issue is wire fraud. Wire fraud is a really big issue in the real estate space for a few reasons. One of them is that it's an easy target uh, because it's large dollar amounts. You know, you're dealing with 10, 20, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you're also dealing with clients that don't do this frequently, right? You're dealing with maybe a first time home buyer that hasn't sent a wire before. So they don't know what to look out for. So being, you know, somewhat of a novice in sending a wire is an easy target for, for a fraudster or a hacker because, you know, someone doing this for the first time doesn't know what to look out for and doesn't know how to really understand what's, you know, what would be considered suspicious activity. The other thing is a lot of the onus is really on the title agencies, right? The title agencies have certain policies and procedures that they should and need to be following to protect against wire fraud. But given the current volume that we're seeing in the industry today, a lot of them, you know, just in, in the effort to save time and energy and money are sometimes bypassing exactly what needs to be done to protect their company and their clients from wire fraud. So the fact that these wires that are being sent are large dollar amounts that are being sent by first time home buyers, and most importantly, they're being sent use, exposing routing numbers and account numbers. So when you expose your routing number, your account number, you're really putting it out there for anyone to come in and change one number, change one digit, and that money's gone. So the fact that a wire is being used in the real estate transaction, you know, seems innocuous at first, but when you look at how the wire is being sent by exposing routing numbers and account numbers, that's where things start to get scary and dicey and if you're a small title agency, one wire fraud a hacker attack could could put you out of business. And there are, you know, some some technology tools out there that do help solve for this, but a lot of them again require a manual process, right? There's no fully automated service to protect against wire fraud, which is why it's such a big deal today. Um, you know, most recent survey that I saw said one in three real estate transactions has attempted wire fraud. So, which is, which is a very scary stat when you think about the fact that it's still growing, right? We haven't even reached the peak of it. We haven't really done anything to, to solve it. So at payments.io, we wholeheartedly believe, you know, our solution can eliminate paper checks and can reduce wire fraud. And the other thing about payments.io is it goes back to one of the things that I learned uh, when when running the mortgage company was that it's important to meet the client's needs and clients today, younger home buyers um, don't have paper checks, right? They don't, it, you know. I think again, you know, 
a very high percentage, around 70% of Gen Z and millennials use some form of a peer-to-peer payment app. So that's a Venmo or a Zelle or a Cash app on a weekly basis. So again, consumers are expecting a digital transaction. They are expecting a seamless, you know, secure process, especially because they've seen it when ordering a car. They've seen it when they order food. They've seen it when they travel. So when they conduct a real estate transaction, they almost expect a similar process. And going back to the fact that we are fragmented as an, as an industry, it is nice to see a lot of new, you know, whether they're incumbents that are starting to adopt technology or whether they're new technology companies that are getting into the real estate world, it is an exciting time to see, you know, technology being adopted by large and small companies to really meet the client's needs of using technology to create a better real estate experience. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really important point, especially when you're talking about future home buyers. I made an offer on a home and unfortunately the deal didn't close because the inspection came back with some issues that I was not prepared to, you know, handle or renegotiate about. But I did get to the point in the process where I had to get an earnest money deposit and uh, there was the option to do the wire, but I because of the information I knew about wire fraud, I just decided that I wanted to take the check down personally to the title company, but it was kind of a hassle. So having a paperless and very safe process in order to transfer that money would have been incredibly convenient for me. Uh, fortunately, you know, I have the opportunity to, to make sure that the check got in their hands directly. And that made me feel a little bit more comfortable about the process. But I was still surprised that a paper check was required. And so I think, yeah, it's really important to note how that customer experience in other industries that millennials and Gen Z are especially accustomed to, they're going to expect a similar process when buying a home, especially now that you can you know, buy a car online and return it within seven days if you decide you don't like it. Um, so that is the way that a lot of industries are going. And I also think, too, it's a good point when, you know, I see all these surveys of consumers when they ask about how they prefer a digital, a digital interaction with the mortgage lender, for instance, especially when it comes to applying for a mortgage that's all online, getting information about your mortgage, it's all online. And then I'm sure it's really confusing to a lot of people when they get to the point where they start to interface with the title company where it's like a sudden brick wall of a paper essentially where it, it becomes a lot more manual and you're diverted back into a like you said a disjointed process um with the title company and even some lenders as well i'm sure but i'm, I'm curious because i know for a lot of people when they think about defending against wire fraud they think that paper checks is probably going to come with less or more manageable risks. Why might that thinking be wrong? And why is something like payments.io a better solution? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just quickly want to go back to your, your personal story there for a second, um, which is, it's very common. I hear, I hear that almost every single day that, you know, and you're, you know, you're, you're in the real estate industry. So, you know, luckily you are, aware of wire fraud and you didn't make that mistake of, you know, just giving out your account number and routing number into the ether and, you know, letting someone, you know, request a wire or you sending a wire. But the fact that, you know, you had to run to the bank, grab a paper check, send it over to your real estate brokerage or your title agency's office, you know, that that's really step one. And, you know, you found it relatively cumbersome, but you knew 
you were being safe, right? So in, in, in that manner, you felt comfortable spending the extra time, even though it caused a little bit of inconvenience because the alternative was risk of a wire by exposing your routing number and account number. So you're like, okay, I'll just send a, I'll just go get a paper check. It's fine. And you did that. And, you know, you felt comfortable doing that. Um, although again, inconvenient, it, it worked. Now, one of the things that was interesting about your story is that the contract did fall through, right? So you didn't really get to move on to the next steps where you'd be transferring more money. But this is still interesting for me because when that contract fell through, that earnest money deposit was due back to you, right? Whether, I'm, I don't know the amount, I don't know if it was like 500 or 1,000 or 2,000 or 5,000, but that amount was due back to you. And that is, again, another point of friction when you know, the real estate brokers or title company has to say, okay, how do you, how do I get this back to Amanda? What's your mailing address? And you're like, well, you know, I'm not home. I'm actually, you know, my company has embraced the work from anywhere. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, at an Airbnb across the country. Can you mail it there? You're not hundred percent sure of that mailing address. Then you come back home. The check was sent to that address. Now that's, that's where a lot of, a lot of issues are caused, not only for you, um, as a prospective home buyer, but anyone who's really due funds uh, from a title agency or real estate brokerage, right? Like if, if you think about that process, asking someone for their mailing address um, to send them something, especially in this digital nomad world, <laughs> you know, if you're not at home, you know, you may not get that check. And then again, now you say you are at home and you did get the check. You got it in the mail a few days later. Now, what do you do with it? Now you have to, you know, if you have remote check deposit, you know, on your, on your phone through your app, or do you drive to the bank and deposit it? It's just adding friction to a process that doesn't need to be so difficult, especially because uh, it works in a lot of other, other parts of, of, of your life, right? If you're due a refund on your credit card or you're, you know, you need to return something on Amazon. Sometimes, you know, on Amazon, your credit is back in your account before they even get the product. You know, so like things things are moving fast, and the real estate world is one that we we can't let um, be left behind. And you know, I guess now to more directly answer your question around you know how people feel about managing paper checks, it it truly is something they're just comfortable with, right? It's like okay, I I know what it means to get a paper check, but I think people forget about all the the hidden costs and the time that's wasted when dealing with paper checks. Although, you know, the cost of a of a check may be a few cents, the cost of postage may be 50 or 60 cents, the manual and human capital that's required to process a check is extremely high. And again, you know, people feel that okay, I'm willing to take on this friction, I'm willing to take on this extra cost, this extra time to be safe, but there are other secure solutions like payments.io that are faster, that are cheaper, and just as secure, if not more secure than a, than a paper check. Because the other thing that we, we rarely talk about nowadays is check fraud. Check fraud is a thing as well that, you know, it, it's not as prevalent anymore because a lot of the check fraudsters have moved on to wire fraud uh, because it's, you know, they moved on to something that's a, a little bit, you know, I don't know what their motivation behind it is, but it's a, maybe it's a bigger market for them. But check fraud is a thing as well. So not only do checks cost more money than what the average person or even average company might think, 
and it, they're just they're extremely inefficient for all market participants because it's a it's bi-directional right if someone sending a check has to have a counterparty receiving a check and both parties have to perform similar actions one's writing a check the other's depositing a check and that takes up a lot of time and money so but managing paper checks again may seem at the surface of it it's a it's an easier way to do things but it's actually cost more money and waste more time and you've already mentioned how a tool like payments.io helps protect against wire fraud but i'm sure a lot of people are wondering you know with new technology there's always new risks to consider so can you kind of drill down into how payments.io provides cybersecurity and perhaps address any concerns people might have with operating mm -hmm. or using a new technology and what that might mean in terms of the new risks that they might take on. Yeah. You know, that, that that's a great question because as we talk to, you know, our prospective clients and we talk to other industry participants, security when moving money around is is often the first uh, you know, first topic of conversation and it's top of mind for us here at payments.io as well. Uh, we are security first. That is one of our, our core pillars is to be secure again, because we are moving millions of dollars around and, you know, the security protocols and measures that we have in place are similar to what you would find at any existing bank, you know, whether you're looking at the big commercial banks or you're looking at some of the, the neo banks that, that are coming up, um, that are more digital and virtual. So security is, is definitely top of mind for us you know everything we do is with security first so even the minimal data that we do store um it is encrypted and stored in separate silos so what that means is that even if a hacker were to get into uh, one of the silos you know or, or one packet of information one packet of data it would just be random numbers and digits that wouldn't mean anything because they're not correlated to anything within that within that silo right so it would have to you know, someone hacking into our into our system would have to, you know, pretty much get into every corner of our of our platform and unlock everything, decrypt everything, which which is very difficult to do. And we know that because we do, you know, penetration testing and vulnerability scanning 24 seven. That's, you know, again, that's integral to, you know, to who we are as a company and what we do because it is important for us to keep our clients data secure and then our end users who are the home buyers you know the home sellers title agencies mortgage brokers real estate agents it's very important to keep all of that data secure um and we we don't store account numbers and routing numbers that's you know that's what's also very important to remember is that we don't store the full account number and routing number, the information we do get is tokenized. And then we pass it on to our payment processor and that payment processor, um, you know, processes the payment. But what's also interesting is that the counterparties, so whether it's the title agency and the home buyer, the title agency and the real estate brokerage, the title agency and the mortgage broker, the title agency and the real estate attorney, all counterparties are, are not aware or unaware of each other's account number and routing number. It is a double blind platform. So a home buyer going in and sending their earnest money deposit to a title agency does not know the title agency's account number and routing number. And the title agency receiving that money from a home buyer does not know that home buyer's account number and routing number. So again, security is definitely top of mind. You you mentioned, you know, industry, both mortgage and title 
I think was what you were kind of implying that there's a, a lack of willingness sometimes to adopt certain technology like this. So for title agents who maybe aren't convinced that they need to provide a solution like this, what are some things that they might not be considering, you know, beyond customer service, if there's any particular reason there? And do you have any maybe testimonials about how this improves operations for certain title companies or customer satisfaction? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so one thing that that is really unique to the title agency, um, and this is something that my brother, who's our who's our co-founder, uh, dealt with at his title agency, is it's important to remember that title agencies are facilitating the movement of funds. So what the title agency is doing is it's collecting the buyer's earnest money deposit. So you know if it's a thousand dollars or five thousand, that's sitting with the title agency for X number of days, right? So now they have one bucket where there's money coming in from the home buyer. Then at the time of closing, if there's a mortgage, which there often is, they're, they're collecting lender proceeds you know, for the, for the loan amount. Then the buyer's bringing in some other additional funds. So now the title agency has pooled funds in their account and none of this money is technically theirs, right? They're just holding on to it for a set period of time. I mean, I'm, I'm describing escrow here, um, you know, it's in its most basic form. So, you know, they, they are an escrow officer. They're an escrow agent. They're holding on to uh, holding on to funds for multiple parties. And then at the time of disbursement, they have to pay out to multiple parties. So title agencies, again, either by paper check or by exposing routing numbers and account numbers and sending a wire, they are paying out net proceeds to a seller. If it's a if it's a refinance transaction, they're paying out, possibly paying out a ca cash out proceeds. On a purchase transaction, they'd be paying out to a seller, a real estate agent, possibly a mortgage broker, a real estate attorney, insurance companies, notaries, uh, home warranty, home search, you know, municipalities. There's a lot of different entities and individuals that are paid out at the time of settlement by the title agency. And what's what's unique about this role is that they have to balance and reconcile each and every escrow account, each and every file down to zero. So even if someone is due $1 or 50 cents or $1.50, whatever that amount may be, the title agency sends out a check for that amount. Now, everyone has a different financial situation, but Amanda, if you got a check for 50 cents, you may or may not deposit that, right? I mean, you get the check, you're like, okay, this is uh, either you were expecting it or you weren't expecting it. You look at it, you're like, all right, I'll go deposit this later. Now, again, it it seems like a, not a big deal for you not to deposit this 50 cent check, but for the title agency, it actually causes a lot of issues because now for that 50 cents, they have an open file. They can't reconcile that file and close that file. And they send you that check. You didn't deposit it. Again, you think nothing of it. Months go by. The title agency's like, Amanda didn't deposit this 50 cent check. They try calling you. You don't pick up. It's six months old now. It's a stale check. They send you a new one. You get another check. Now you don't even remember that you did this transaction. You think nothing of it. Maybe throw it away because maybe you've heard that there's some sort of check fraud scam going on where they send you checks, you deposit it, and now... You they get access to your account. So you're like, I'm not depositing this 50 cent check. You throw it away. Another six months go by. The title agency tries calling you, sends you a letter. You ignore all this because you're just unsure of what's going on. 
after, you know, depending on, on state regulations, after a certain period of time, this 50 cents is now unclaimed funds. And this unclaimed fund now needs to be escheated through the state to the state through an escheatment process. And that can cost a lot of money and time. So one thing that's very, very cool, I have to say about our platform is we have, you know, clients like you, Amanda, accepting that 50 cents on our platform because it's as easy as Venmo. So if a, if a friend Venmo's you a dollar, I know in Venmo, you don't have to accept, you don't have the option to accept or reject, but if you have to send someone a dollar on Venmo, you'll do it. If someone's like, Hey, write me a check for a dollar. You're not going to do it. You'll be like, it's a dollar. I'm not doing this. You know, so in, in a similar fashion, someone getting a 50 cent check versus someone getting a notification saying, click here to pick up your 50 cents. That truly is the difference in our platform. And that's very unique to the title industry that often doesn't happen in other industries, because a lot of times if someone's due, you know, 50 cents or a dollar, it's, you know, the company from a compliance or regulation perspective may be able to eat it or, or do whatever they want with it. But for title, because they're just facilitating the, the movement of funds and they're just holding on to funds that don't necessarily belong to them, this is a very important part of the process where small dollar amounts, I'm talking small, like 40 cents, 50 cents, $2 are being accepted on our platform. So what we built is a very viable solution to combat unclaimed funds and the achievement process. This is one of those things that until you really realize the value that we bring, the, the whole unclaimed funds and achievement process is more of an afterthought, but we like to bring it to the forefront because it, it truly is something that a lot of title companies struggle with on an everyday basis. Yeah, I had no idea that was such a huge pain point for title companies, especially on the escrow side of things and the reconciliation. It makes perfect sense because they are holding other people's money. And so I understand now that you've explained it, why those regulations are in place. But when you're talking about such small funds where honestly the receiver doesn't even really care all that much, it's pretty incredible that all this additional work and time and money is sort of being diverted into a process that is that could be so quickly and easily solved with a technology platform like a, a Venmo for title companies. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it truly that's that, that was, you know, one of the things that when, you know, when we again talk about who we are and what we're doing, um, you know, we we are operators in the space. You know, we have a deep understanding of real estate and the industry and we're operators that built a technology solution. We're not technologists that are coming in and trying to disrupt a process. You know, we have a deep understanding of, of how all this works, all the, the compliance issues, the regulatory issues, um, all the nuances that come with owning a, a title agency. And what's, what's also very exciting about what we built is the fact that it's white label. What that means is that we allow our title agencies to really showcase their brand and, and who they are through our platform. If a client's going to ABC title, they think they're using ABC's ABC titles technology solution. And that adds a lot of credibility to ABC title because, you know, real estate is an increasingly commoditized world and title agencies are even probably more, you know, opaque than your other real estate participants. You know, people know they need to pick a mortgage company. They need to pick a real estate broker or a real estate agent. 
but title insurance is not only is that an off afterthought, it, it's very confusing to a lot of home buyers. What is this? Why do I need it? Who's paying for it? Why is it so expensive? So our platform does support the growth of, of a lot of title agencies because they're able to use their resources, you know, on other things and use their capital on other things besides human capital to to facilitate checks and wires. You know, what what often takes two or three people to conduct a transaction with checks and wires can be done by just one person on our platform. Working at PropLogics, we do a lot of interfacing with municipalities. And I think a lot of maybe home buyers aren't aware of how much, you know, property research goes into preparing for their their closing. And I've come to find that, you know, municipalities tend to be even more paper bound than a lot of title companies because they have certain regulations as well that they abide by. So oftentimes they prefer to require people to even send in mail-in a paper request for certain information that would be on a particular property regarding utilities, code violations, permits, all that stuff. But you have a new feature called MuniPay. Can you talk a little bit about what MuniPay is, what it does, how it might fit into within the, the real estate transaction? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, we're, we're really excited about MuniPay. And this is one of those uh, features that truly is a win-win. A lot of our features are a win-win for, for everyone using them. But MuniPay is really our first uh, step into the government side of what we're doing. You know, before MuniPay, our platform was allowing title agencies to pay mortgage brokers and real estate attorneys and real estate agents. But, it you know, they were all, again, real estate market participants, right? So MuniPay allows title agencies to pay municipalities and townships. And why this is exciting is, A, not only is it difficult to get a government organization to adopt to a new technology, but you know we're allowing title agencies to, to pay these municipalities without having to go through a very cumbersome process uh, that they have to today. The, the legacy issue and what title agencies do today when paying property taxes um, out of their escrow account is they would have to type up a cover letter saying, you know, I'm, I'm paying Bloomfield Township and here's the block, the lot, the qualifier, here's the pay period, here's the seller's name, here's the new owner's name, and here's what I'm paying. Is it property taxes? Is it a water bill? Is it a sewer bill? Is it other utilities? They'd have to type all that up in a cover letter, print out a check, stuff that into an envelope and send it over to a lockbox. So just that process from a title agency's perspective, again, is very cumbersome, very paper heavy. And that that's just, you know, one part of it. Then when the municipality gets the, the cover letter, they get the payment, they have to log all that into their system. And it's, a, it's, a, it's manually logging this in. So hopefully, you know, nothing goes sideways and nothing is, you know, inputted incorrectly where it's given to the wrong address or it's given to the wrong, you know, they, they associate it with the wrong pay period. They associate it with property tax payment, but now they associate it with the water bill payment. So anytime you have a manual process, there is room for this type of error. Historically, what's happening is a cover letter is printed, it's typed out, it's printed, it's sent out to the township. The township receives all this information and then manually inputs it into, into their reconciliation system. What we've built with MuniPay is digitizing this entire process. So instead of a title agency typing out a cover letter, printing it, sending out a check, they can send out property taxes, water bills, sewer bills, any other utilities right from the payments.io platform. And all that information 
is available through an API from the municipality. So the title agency doesn't need to pull the block, the lot, the, the owner's name. They just have to confirm the property address. All that information is pulled into our platform. So we know it's correct because the source is the municipality. They just have to key in the amount. They send it off to the municipality. The municipality sees that amount. And what's really cool is every, every night overnight, they also get a daily log of the payments that were made and that can be easily reconciled with their platform. So everything that used to be a manual entry is now digitized through our payment platform and through sending digital files that can be easily consumed and ingested by their reconciliation software as well. And the other thing that's again, very unique to title agencies, municipalities is duplicate payments. So the title agency paid out $2,000 for property taxes. And what, what often happens is if there's a mortgage on this property, sometimes the servicer might pay that out as well. So depending on it, when the property taxes are due, if the servicer sent that payment out, the, ta the title company sent out that payment or the previous seller sent out that payment, now there's a duplicate payment with the municipality. And that can be a nightmare to really reconcile because now the municipality has two payments, same property address, same pay period, same type, you know, they, they're both associated with property taxes. Now, what does the municipality do? More often than not, they'll apply it to the next pay period. And homeowners may not want that because it, property taxes are a lot of money. It's not fair that they're paying their property taxes in advance. I mean, no, no one wants to do that. So to get this money back from the, the municipality is a nightmare. That can take a lot of phone calls, a lot of letter writing <laughs> and saying, you have my property taxes. Can you please send it back? There's two payments that were made. They'll come back and say, oh no, don't worry. We applied it to next pay period. It's like, no, I don't want that. I want my money back now. So our platform can also flag duplicate payments for the same pay period. And the municipality has the option to automatically send those funds back to the title agency. So now what does sometimes take, you know, a week, two weeks, six, seven, eight months can now be done in a matter of seconds because the municipality can say, oh, I already have a payment for this, for this property, for this person, for this pay period, I'm sending it back to the title agency. And now for the homeowner, it's a lot easier to deal with their title agency to get that refund than it is dealing with the municipality. From the client's perspective, they really associate this entire process as one, whether they, they look at it as a mortgage process or they look at it as a title company process, we're laser focused on creating a better experience when it comes to payments and moving money throughout the real estate process. You know, going back to the beginning of our conversation, one of the things I learned while running my mortgage company was how fragmented the industry is and it can only get better with collaboration. So we're more than happy to collaborate. We love having conversations with like-minded companies, like-minded individuals, and you know, taking that step together towards creating a better real estate process using technology and becoming more digital and more secure. You know, again, we do have a lot of exciting news coming up over the next quarter. And we're, you know, it's things that we've been working on over this past year, but we're we're definitely excited to see. Uh, some more technological advancements in the real estate process. 
Yeah. And on that note, you know, there's so much emerging technology right now. You mentioned RON, e-closing, all these different solutions. It, it might kind of feel overwhelming to a lot of people in the title industry. And right now there's so much title volume that people are just trying to work through. So do you have any tips on what companies should focus on when they're thinking about evaluating a new technology for their company or just like what sort of questions should they be asking themselves as they're looking to maybe adopt a RON tool or e-closing or whatever it might be, or if it's payments.io. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the first thing they should, you know, that title agency should ask themselves is what do my, what do my customers, want? what do my clients want? Right. And one of the things going back to what I learned, uh, at my mortgage company was when I, when I thought to myself, you know, what do I want to build next? How do I want to grow this company? When I, when I talked to our clients, the, the biggest thing was around speed, right? It was like how quick, not necessarily how quickly can I close, but how quickly can I know if I'm going to close or not, right? Am I going to get my mortgage? When am I closing? What's going on here? So it was really speed and communication were the two biggest things that I learned from, you know, running my mortgage company. And I feel like that translates really well to the title agency or any technology company, right? Is listening to your clients. And I, you know, what, what I feel at payments.io is what clients want. It's a better solution to communicate and know what's going on. Because I think when people look at a real estate transaction, they're scared. You know, they're anxious. It's very emotional. It's a lot of money. So it's a big emotional financial decision. It doesn't really compare to many other decisions in your life. You know, although you're maybe doing it once, twice, maybe three times in your life, it's a big emotional financial decision. And I think clients just want transparency. I think they want to know what's going on. They want to know, you know, where in the process they are. Where is my money? When am I closing? What documents do you need? So any sort of tools, whether they're manual tools or technology tools that can provide a better experience to the client in terms of communication is probably where I would focus my, my energy and my efforts. Um, you know, communication, transparency, security, these are all things that, you know, I found that consumers care about and that's core to payments.io. And if you're a title agency, if you disagree, then ask your customers and whatever your customers say is probably the direction you should be going in. So what are some of the other technology developments affecting the title industry that excite you? Is there anything that maybe you don't hear a lot of people talk about that you want to mention, or is there something that maybe is popular that you are also very excited about? Yeah, I think uh, one of the big, you know, technological advancements that I feel the, the real estate industry has made over you know the past few years and I think will continue to make really is around tying all these fragmented processes together, right? And a lot of that could be through robotics process automation. I know you know it's not talked about as much in our in our industry, but I think I think companies that are going to sit on top of an existing infrastructure and really tie everything together, is you know that that's really what excites me because i think clients again demand a seamless experience right it's they don't want to go from mortgage company hearing one thing title company hearing something else logging into another portal you know going to their real estate brokerage getting a different form of communication so i think anyone 
that is out there building a platform that can seamlessly, you know, tie in all the different verticals of a real estate transaction is, you know, that that's what's exciting for me. And payments.io is right there to plug into that. And that's what gets me really excited is the fact that payments.io is laser focused on the payment space, looking at all the different touch points where real estate payments are made throughout the real estate transaction. And as you look at the entire process, if there's a seamless tool, a seamless experience to tie everything else together, that's what gets me excited. Yeah, I think regardless of what industry you work in, reducing friction is always a key to success and providing a better customer service experience. And people will always respond to that. So how do you see your your product and your mission within the greater landscape of a, of a changing title industry? Yeah, as the title industry evolves um, and, and starts to adopt more technology, our mission is spot on for that. You know, we... Our mission is to eliminate paper checks, to reduce wire fraud. And as title agencies, title companies adopt new technology solutions to, you know, to provide a better experience for their internal team, as well as the client, you know, we feel like we're in the, we're in a really good position as the real estate industry grows, you know, we feel that our positioning that's touching earnest money deposits, cash to close, we're touching all the disbursements that are made at the time of closing. Um, there's some other parts of the real estate process where money is moved that we're also looking into. And we have some you know, exciting plans for that as well. So again, payments.io is taking a holistic approach to all the different touch points where real estate payments are made. And as we continue down, down, down our path um, of eliminating paper checks, reducing wire fraud, and we see other companies on a similar path to digitizing the real estate transaction. Um, you know, we're just we're just excited to be alongside them. Well, Jason, thank you so much. Those are all of the questions that I have for you today. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, no, I'm good, Amanda. Thanks for uh, taking the time to chat with me. Very excited for what we built. Happy to share anytime um, on where we're headed. And it's uh, it's just exciting to be you know to be a part of your uh, podcast. And thanks for taking the time to chat with me. Thanks again to Jason for joining me today. Be sure to visit Payments.io to learn how your title company can ditch paper checks. That's Payments with an I. Title Talks is produced by Prop Logics and myself. Original music is by Cole Sando, and original graphics are by Jordan Norris. Until next time, happy closings. <laughs>